and welcome to Keep You Posted. Today is Sunday, April 5th. My name is Hannah Trav. I'm a law student, a comedian, and like all of you, I never leave my apartment. I'm joined as always by my lovely producer and friend, Ross Wiseman. I went on a walk today and drank coffee. Hell yeah, you're allowed to take walks, but um, now they're saying that you should wear masks. So I actually made one uh, I sewed one yesterday. It was very laborious, but it's a little cloth thing. Yeah. It's not going to obviously like protect against everything, but better to be safe than, I don't want to say it like that. Just good to be safe. Good to be safe. Um, okay. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the CARES Act, which is the legislation passed by Congress to help fight or provide for, well, help fight coronavirus, I guess, but also to provide financial relief to many different groups of people and entities. Um, and then we'll be, so we'll do that. This is a short episode. And then we'll do HTHT where we talk about movies. Our favorite ones. Our favorites, our thoughts. It's really fun. So um, thanks for listening. And here we go. talking about the CARES Act. This is the act passed by the Senate and the House to help with coronavirus relief. Um, My friend Brooke actually sent me questions and asked me to talk about this on the podcast, which I love. Please, everybody, feel free to send me questions. I will do research. I will try to learn things and then explain them. And I would love your input about what you want to hear about. In fact, to the person out there who asked me about marijuana legislation, you're in luck because my brilliant friend will be joining us next week to talk about um, some issues with legalizing marijuana, medical marijuana specifically. So that'll be cool. A little spoiler for you. Well, it's Uh, high time that we discuss that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay. So as you all probably know, there have been several pieces of legislation passed in by the government responding to coronavirus, but the big one is called the CARES Act. Um, And this benefits, I mean, it's a $2 trillion bill that benefits and provides relief for a lot of different groups, like individuals, small businesses, big corporations, hospitals, um, state and local governments, education, and then just in general, the federal safety net it's called. Um, these questions that I'm answering were sent to me. So I'm going to kind of read the question, break down the answer and so on. And Ross is going to jump in. That's me. That's my job. Yeah. Jumping in. Love it. Okay. Splash. (laughs) Kerplunk. Okay. (laughs) First question, who gets a refund and what kind of refund will people get? Now I assume this question is about the direct payments. So Everybody, basically everyone is going to get a direct payment from the IRS. Everyone who makes under $75,000 will get a $1,200 refund from the IRS based on your 2019 tax return. If you haven't filed for 2019, definitely do that because you could get a refund from that. But then if you haven't filed, they'll use 2018. So they're doing this based on 
your gross income. If your adjusted gross income is up to $75,000, you will get a check. So adjusted gross income just means your net income minus certain deductions that you fought when you file your taxes. So they're not using this all on your earnings. They're using that adjust that number, that adjusted gross income number from your tax return. Um, there's no application process. The IRS has not yet said how it's gonna, when it's gonna happen or like the status of the checks, but it will be provided to you. That was one of her other questions. She asked me, how will we get the refund? The IRS is gonna use the method by which you last received your tax refund. So a bank account or a check, depending on what you elected for. But if you have a new bank account or if you moved and you haven't filed for 2019, make sure the IRS has that current information um, so that you can get your money. And the other thing that's really interesting about this, the people who are not getting, I said, basically everyone is getting this refund, but you know who's not getting it, Ross? Pets. Undocumented. <laughs> what? Uh, pets aren't going to be getting. In, uh, they're not going to get checks because they uh, they don't have income. That's true. My cat earns more than me, but she's an exception. Okay, no. What? Who really is not going to get it is undocumented immigrants. So. Oh sure. Fun, fun fact: undocumented workers pay tax. So they instead of filing taxes with a social security number, they filed with what's called called an ITIN, it's an uh, individual taxpayer identification number. Uh, It helps when you're pursuing the path to citizenship to be able to show that you're paying taxes. So a lot of the volunteer work I was doing before all of this was for undocumented workers. And it helps them, like I said, to show that they've paid taxes, but there are certain credits and certain provisions in the tax code that you have to have a social security number to benefit from. And that's one of the decisions they made with this bill is that only people who file taxes with social security numbers are going to get the $1,200. So um, I think that's kind of messed up. Also, just for clarification, like no, the IRS is not sharing that information, whether you're documented or undocumented with like DHS or anything, it's very strictly protected. So they don't, they're not worried about your citizenship status. They just worry about whether you have a social security number and ITIN. So that's who's getting it and who's not getting it. Next question was, is this an advance on our 2020 tax refund? Will we have to pay it back? So this has been a little bit in debate. The first version of this bill that was suggested in the Senate had expressed language that provided that this would be an advance on our 2020 refunds. It would come out of whatever we get um, next year, but it doesn't seem like we'd have to pay it back. However, then in my class the other day, we were talking about it. My professor said the version that was just passed doesn't have that same kind of language. So you might be seeing online or in articles that we will have to pay it back. We don't actually, like, I don't know yet. And I'm not, and I'm seeing conflicting things. So it's actually on my list to talk to my professor about um, this week. And I'm going to ask, she she said she was going to go and read it a little deeper, read the actual like law to determine, but I, I think that from what I understand, even if you did get this money and you were to like, owe more next year, you shouldn't, I don't think you'd have to pay it back. I think if anything, it'd be deducted from your refund. So like if you were Ross, if you were getting a refund of $5,000, nice, that would be awesome. $1,200 might be deducted from that. 
But if you were only getting a refund of $1,000, I don't think you'd have to pay back 200 Does that make sense? It does. But that's also kind of fucked up in a different way of just like uh, some people would have to pay a full amount or would not get the full, uh, have to pay the full 1200 Others would. And like, I would prefer for nobody to have to pay this back. Like this is not a, uh, nobody's like, asking for a loan they're asking for help and forgiveness during this wild time yeah i'm with you i think the only the only policy justification i would make for that is that if you're owed like if you were only going to get a thousand back in a refund then i i see what you're saying but if you are getting five thousand dollars back for a refund they're not you're not technically paying it back you're I guess credited against it. So it's like, you're going to, you would get this money from the federal government anyway. It's just an advance, but I don't think that. I guess I that think, makes sense. Yeah. But I think that the difference is people were concerned. Would you have to make up the difference and pay it back? And I don't think that's the case. Um, but we'll see if I get any more clarity on this from my professor this week, I'll post about it on Instagram or something. I'll do a little story on the keep you posted page. Um, the next question she had was who's considered the head of household head of household is a filing status for adults with dependents, uh, who are not filing, who are not married. So, uh, a single mom who supports two children or a single person who supports their grandmother or something like that. Um, qualified dependents, you can file head of household. It just means you've provided more than half year's support, um, for the individual, for the dependent. Okay. Her next question, will small and local businesses be helped? Yes. Yes, they will. Okay. Yes, it's great. So there are a couple options for small businesses. And what's cool about this is the provisions here are also now applicable to sole proprietors or like independent contractors, people who are self-employed, which helps like artists and the gig economy, you know, Uber drivers, all of that. So that's great. So Um, The first is the EIDL, which is the Emergency Injury Disaster Loan. So small businesses, nonprofits, sole proprietors, independent contractors um, can apply for loans and get actually within three days, they can get an advance of $10,000, regardless of how much their loan is going to be eventually given for. They get the $10,000. And... um, they can get up to $2 million. Interest rates are capped at 3.75%. Principal and interest deferment for up to four years. The loans can be used for operating expenses, payrolls, debt, mortgage, rent, etc. The cool thing about this is that this is a program that already existed. So what this the CARES Act did was just like fund more money into it and then also expand it, like I said, so that... Um, so that sole proprietors and independent contractors. Okay, then there's the Paycheck Protection Program. This is what I meant by SBA. So there's this small business loan program in place, um, zero fee loans up to 10 million. You apply through, you don't, you don't apply through the federal government. So with the emergency disaster loans, you apply on the government's website. For the Paycheck Protection Program, you have to go through a lender. Like, so um, a bank or like some sort of credit, well, no, not a credit union, like, um, like JP Morgan released something where they were like, we don't know if we're 
doing these applications. Stop asking us or whatever, but there's resources. I'll post them on the um, resources, the episode page, but there's like a website that helps you find local lenders in your area and stuff. So these loans are interest rates capped at 4%. Uh, you won't need to provide any collateral against the loan. It can be used for payroll, mortgage, rent, utilities, and under special circumstances could potentially be forgiven. So um, if you're a small business owner or a sole proprietor, um, try to get one of these loans. Um, there's also this thing, this is really only applicable if you're an employer of people, but there's... Um, they're allowing businesses to delay payment of employer payroll taxes. So we've talked before about independent contractors and employees and how your employer, if you're employed by someone, they're paying half of this social security, Medicare tax for you. Um, so this bill is allowing those, that portion, the employer's portion of the tax to be like deferred so they don't have to pay it right away so that they can pay their employees instead, um, which is cool. All right. Her next question, which industries will get bailouts under this stimulus package? Um, I think she's asking about like the airline business and blah, blah, blah. Um, this, was been, this has been one of the more political parts of this. So Nancy Pelosi said, you know, any bailouts we're giving to big businesses, we're going to make sure go to worker paychecks and benefits. So it's not like a CEO bonus, stock buybacks, dividends, whatever. It's less clear though, whether that actually happened because it. I read an article that said that the CARE Act, it separates the small business bailout but from the like big business, big corporation, but it doesn't seem to actually have that language that the people who receive the money have to retain their employees. So. Um, I'm not really sure what that means for some of these industries, but it seems like, I mean, it's a 900 page bill. So I, spoiler alert, I didn't read the whole thing, but um, yeah, I don't know if it seems like the goal was to try to protect workers as much as possible. Um, then she asked me who benefits the most from the stimulus package, which is an extremely subjective question. But um, what I can say is that the most money was spent on individuals. So it was like 800. And, no, I'm sorry. 560 billion for individuals. Um, then 500 billion for big corporations, 377 billion for small businesses, 153.5 billion for public health, 339.8 billion for state and local governments and then 43.7 billion for education and a safety net of 26 billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, she also had asked me if there's money in this bill for healthcare. Yes, like I just said, there is. They're giving $100 billion to hospitals who are responding to coronavirus. Community health centers will get an additional 1.32 billion in immediate funding for healthcare services. Um, there's 11 billion for diagnostic tests, treatments, vaccines, um, and 80 million to the FDA to prioritize ex and expedite the approval of new drugs. The CDC will get 4.3 billion for their efforts and response to coronavirus. Veterans will get 20 billion. Um, telehealth, the bill reauthorizes a telehealth program. Um, then 16 billion to the strategic national stockpile to increase equipment 
ventilators, masks, boosts hiring for healthcare jobs, um, speeds development of vaccines. And then um, there's another bill upcoming, and apparently this one is going to focus a little bit more on healthcare. Chuck Schumer was talking about it, and basically they're, again, trying to focus on um, workers and businesses, but I think uh, it's possible that healthcare could be expanded more, especially for those who don't have it. So hopefully that's the case. She asked me, does the stimulus package help the unemployed? Yes, it does. Uh, So the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, workers who would otherwise be denied unemployment could apply through their state unemployment offices. All the states are receiving additional federal funding, but it also helps people who are already on unemployment. So if you're currently receiving unemployment, you um, it it will extend the time you qualify for it so you can stay on it for longer and you get an extra six hundred dollars per week. And it's like I said, it expanded the ways to qualify for unemployment. And apparently normally states have like a one week wait period for you to get approved, but now they've waived the wait time so you can get it right away. So that's kind of cool. Great. Um, Nonprofits, they are going to get the same opportunities to apply for these grants as uh, small businesses. So those are pretty much the same. Next question. What if people can't make their student loan payment or credit card bill? So credit card bills are different. I don't think the government's going to get involved with credit card companies. I'm pretty sure that certain bills are like, they're like, eh, it's not us. But I don't know if individual credit card companies will do anything about that. I don't know. Um, But for student loans, they are, they're not collecting against people who are in default. So if you are in default for student loans, they're not doing anything about it. They're also deferring payments of student loans. So people don't have to pay, I think, for like for a little while, um, which is great. And then there's also interest payments are being waived. So that's cool. Uh, She asked me about paid sick leave. Yes, paid sick leave is being included in this. So workers are now guaranteed two weeks of paid sick leave. Um, They can apply for more. They've expanded the numbers for FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act. Um, And so like when you, if you take those additional, that additional time, like if you have to take two weeks off, you'll get your regular rate of pay. But if you have to take the additional two weeks, you would get two thirds of the employer's regular rate of pay. So um, that means like, if you have to take more time, it's not that you're not getting paid, which is cool. But also that depends on where you work. So last question, (laughs) this is the funniest question. Um, does the stimulus package add to the country's national debt? How is the U S paying for this package? It 100% adds to the national debt. We're super broke. We've been in deficit. I don't know how, I don't know who we borrow it from. Usually we borrow money from like China or something, but we are borrowing money to pay for this. It's, I don't know how that whole process works. That's just what I know. That's, that's what it does. So just like a lot of piggy banks, I guess. Yeah, exactly. We just like go into kids' piggy banks, smash them open, and then I get a check from the IRS. We we put a hit on the tooth fairy and took all her quarters. (laughs) Oh, you want to hear something funny? I found out about the tooth fairy not being real because I, (laughs) this is so weird. My mom is not going to love that I shared this, but I found a bunch of old teeth in her room. Yeah, my my mom is that too. And she she shook it for me and I barfed. Oh God. so gross. I have like a pretty, I'm not grossed out very easily, but ew, show me like teeth 
Ugh. When I used to work at a summer camp, kids would wiggle their teeth at me. Ugh. Awful. Terrible. Okay. Well, anyway, I know that was a little bit dense, but I hope it was helpful. And I hope that um, everyone out there is safe and okay. And please, if you're, if there's questions you have about this, um, please ask me. It's like a, it's interesting and important to know about. And I want everyone to have the information in case there's a resource out there that you didn't know you had the right to. Um, I hope that this was helpful. And now it's time for HTHT Hannah Trapp's Hot Takes. Today we're talking movies. Um, I Rolling. <laughs> That's what they say on movie sets. Okay. Uh, wait. Uh, um, quiet on set. Who's loudly eating over there? Uh, wait, what's the... They have the little like... Marker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ross and I are professionals. Okay, so here's the fun thing about me. I don't watch a lot of movies. No one's shocked by that. <laughs> like, there are so many classic movies that people will be like, like recently someone was like, you know in The Godfather when, and I was like, I've actually never seen The Godfather. Oh, I've never seen The Godfather either. He was like, oh my God. How dare you? That's you gotta good. see, it's so good. I know. Well, I know that it's like a classic movie. It's not like I'm not anti seeing The Godfather. It's just I, I, I see movies as they're as they come across my path. Like it's very rare that I set out. There are movies I set out to see, but like very particular movies. Sure. Otherwise, like, oh, did it just happen to fall into my lap that someone wants to watch The Godfather? Sure, why not? Um. But I was just thinking about movies because I've been watching more movies now that I'm home. And yeah, so Ross and I were going to keep it light. Ross, what what's the most recent movie you've seen? Um, two nights ago, my boyfriend wow. and I watched the new Pixar movie, Onward. How was it? It was really cute. I liked it a lot. Wait, I thought it was in... Wasn't that still... Did they like move it from theaters? Yeah, they were just like, we're going to slap this sucker on Disney Plus because no one's going to the movies right now. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lovely movie. I teared up a little bit, or my eyes got a little damp. Oh, I sobbed during movies. I don't think anyone's probably surprised to hear that either. If if something... It's honestly, I, I enjoy it. It's kind of cathartic. Yeah. But Pixar movies, dude, they're so emotional. I never saw that one that's all about emotions because... I was like, oh, I need to watch this by myself. It's going to make me cry. And I just still haven't seen it. What's that one called? That's called Inside Out. I had a similar thought. Like, I, I was, like, having a bad summer when that came out. And I was just like, I don't think I'll be able to handle it. And then I saw it. And I was like, oh, this was cute and fun. Yeah, I, like, sobbed during Up. Um, yeah. I like animated movies. I like the movie Wreck-It Ralph. I don't think that's Pixar. It's someone else. It's, but, no, it's just Disney. I love Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is good. What's your favorite movie, Ross? Back to the Future. Ooh, classic. I That's love a good one. it. Yeah, what about you? Uh, the Dark Knight. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I could I could literally recite that entire Yeah, movie. yeah. How can we live in a city that idealizes a masked vigilante? <laughs> uh, My favorite line, my dogs are hungry. I don't remember that line. <laughs> huh. You don't? It's like in the very it's like where he's in the parking garage with the, where it's when the, um, the scarecrow makes like an appearance in the very beginning. Oh yeah. Our old friend, it's the also scarecrow. The same scene where Batman goes, 
I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> oh, that's like when he's jumping around the, the parking yeah. structure. That's right. Yeah. Good times. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, so I used to live in this apartment in college. I lived alone for a year of college and I lived in this lady's pool house in her backyard. Hmm. I don't remember if I said this on the podcast, but one time I was watching the dark night. I had been like, I would rewatch it all the time. I was watching the dark night and I live near an Amtrak station. So every time the train went by, it was like in small town, Rhode Island though. So it wasn't like the trains were coming by all the time, but every time the train went by, I lived in this, like basically this little shack and my walls would shake. And so one time I was watching the dark night and the train went by right as the Joker blew up the hospital. Oh no. It was so cool. It was like surround sound, like my apartment shook. And I was like, this is amazing. Uh, so yes, yeah, so then I only watched that movie forever after. No, I'm kidding. Um, my other favorite movie is actually Elf. Oh, that's fine. I just love that movie. It's very cute. I just like... I love... Go ahead. You no, know, it's just like, I don't have a whole lot of movies. Like most movies, I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch that. That's a good movie. That's a fun. I like it. Yeah, but it's weird because I don't even like Christmas that much. Oh, wait. We've okay, never Grinch. No, we've never talked about this. At some point, we'll do an HTHT on holidays because I don't care for them. Well, we were we were driving around and they were playing Christmas music, I think, to kind of be like light during these scary times. And it did the trick. I was having a great time. We were both singing along. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, sure. Does Christmas music have a place in my year a little bit, but I am not one of those people that listens to Christmas music early. It's like usually like a couple days before. I don't know. I just don't have Christmas spirit, which is so funny because Elf is all about having Christmas spirit. Yeah, that's the entire thing. <laughs> and then my other favorite movie is Wally, the Pixar. Oh, movie. Wally's good. Yeah, it's uh, so good. I love Mrs. Doubtfire, My Big Fat Greek <gasps> Wedding. Oh my God! All the, the I always think of My Big Fat Greek Wedding every time I use Windex. Oh yeah, my my grandpa when that movie came out he sprayed my leg with windex one time because we all were like haha like in the movie um that's really funny did anything happen did you get like a rash or anything no i was just like why'd you do that (laughs) my dad is so cute he like always he's very we're very he and i are very similar and like we both like to clean a lot and And you both host podcasts (laughs) we both host podcasts no um he always brings me like cleaning supplies whenever he comes down to visit but for some reason he has tried to drop off huge bottles of Windex like every time I'm like how much Windex do you think that I'm using that you think I need an entire new bottle like six months later like I don't have a lot of Windex I have a couple windows and some mirrors and that's pretty much it I think like Windex I I use it mainly if I'm like oh I can't find Clorox around and I just want to give this some sort of cleaning and Windex has soap in it but like mm-hmm. I'm not really using it that much I don't get a lot of glass um yeah I mean I don't know I pretty much clean I'm looking at my house like where would I use Windex yeah I don't need it but it's very nice of him to offer and I certainly appreciate uh a commitment to cleanliness but yeah, the, I'm trying to think back to movies. I, the last movie I watched, actually the last movie I watched was Austin Powers. Uh, the first one, which is not the best Austin Powers. Yeah, but it, it's fine. It does not really hold up. The second one is the good nope. one. It does not hold up. Well, it's not that it, it's funny because like all the references he t- makes to Elizabeth Hurley where he's like inappropriate, it's 
it's interesting because it's in the context of like he's from the 60s and so even though that was the 90s did it come out in the 90s or early 2000s yeah i think like, like 98 or something it came out yeah it's like she's like hey what you're saying is problematic but then like yeah i don't know it's just it's and then just like the second and third movie they're like oh we're just all gonna be sexist and it's fun yeah i want to watch the second one i hadn't seen it in forever um and then i watched i think i already talked about this on the i watched the movie moonlight a little while ago that was really oh fun. i've been meaning to see that oh and i watched on netflix that movie to all the boys i've loved before that like teen romance movie and it was was adorable it had been in my queue for like years and everyone talked about it and wow I just adored it it was so cute the whole time I was sitting there like this is adorable I talk out loud during movies to myself and I was like at one point I was just like this movie is so adorable yeah we watched it for my like kids movie podcast and I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed it oh my god it's so cute um yeah I'm trying to think I have I want to watch oh well this isn't a movie but I just watched Pete Davidson's stand-up special it was very good I enjoyed it but he's he's a particular what speaking of things to watch speaking of stand-up specials Louis C.K. dropped his new special I know I saw that Uh yeah um you know what I'm just gonna address it not a fan used to be a huge fan he used to be one of my heroes and then I found out that he did some creepy shit and I am just, I'm over it. I, I'm, I'm, it's so hard because as a comedian, people ask me about him all the time. And I know people, I have friends who went to go see him recently. I have friends who are fans. And, you know, I just always think about, <laughs> sorry, this is heavy, but we brought it up. Uh, I just always think about like, I was a young, I'm a young woman, youngish. But when I started comedy, I was 23. Like, and it was a very different climate. This is six years ago. There was a very different climate for women in comedy. I just think that it could have been, like, it, there's so many of my friends, female comedians, or, um, you know, p- just vulnerable people in general that totally would have been taken advantage, could have been taken advantage in a way like that. It's just, I think because it's like comedy too, it's, it's like, oh, yeah. hits me extra hard. There's like more of a visceral reaction from me. So Listen, if you watched Louis C.K.'s new special... Wait, what's it streaming on? Uh, his website. Yep, okay, because no one would distri- distribute it. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, who yeah. is agreeing to distribute that? Okay, well, fine. Listen, if you watch Louis' new special, it's none of my business. Just don't talk to me about it. <laughs> Hot take uh, about movies. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's like it's like still upsetting for me to like hate someone I used to be yeah it's hard inspired by but whatever I don't hate anyone but I hate people um okay movies 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 um I want to watch speaking of Netflix movies I have still not watched um not call me maybe what's the maybe always be my maybe yeah 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 (laughs) call me maybe yeah no, always be my maybe with Ali Wong. That's been also in my queue for a while, so I'm gonna watch that. I need and- to just clear out my queue because, like, I'm never gonna watch anything that I put in there, even with all the time that I have. It's just like, yeah, these are all movies that I theoretically would be interested in, but it's just like bookmarking them, though. Yeah, but it's like, okay, I'm just gonna watch Nailed It like usual. Wait, I oh, that new season came out. I know. Also- uh, my other favorite movie that I forgot to mention is Superstar. Superstar is good. I saw it when it like when it was on VHS or something. I have not seen it yeah. since. Yeah, I I love that movie. I owned it on VHS. In fact, 
my mom bought it for me. And I think that I, that might've been one of the movies that I like watched so much. The tape got messed up or something. Classic. I even, yeah, I'm like borderline obsessed with that movie. That's another movie I could quote in my, so I've been watching SNL and like movies like that for way too long. Like I should not have been allowed to be watching that at the age I was, but in my talent show, in elementary school, I did the dance they do in the cafeteria. My friend and I did that dance in my talent show, which is really bizarre. Like looking back, it's like two. No kids would understand what you're doing at all. No. And even the parents that did were like, why are they? And it's also like, it's like borderline inappropriate. I don't know. But my dad helped us record the music from the movie. It, It was just so funny. Cute. My, they, my parents were very supportive of my weird dreams. <laughs> so anyway, that probably, that rounds out the movie. Do you have more to add, Ross, about movie? I'm good. No? Okay. Well, listen, guys, thanks for listening. Like I said before, please send us your suggestions. If you have questions about stuff that's going on, especially with, like, the law or with, you know, my extensive knowledge of mu- movie history and film, send us questions. I'm going to be, like, on the Instagram this week messing around, so follow us and everyone stay safe wash your hands be well xo this has been keep you posted hosted and executive produced by hannah trav produced and edited by me ross wiseman our art and logo is by Kristen finger and our music by graham trav for a list of our sources from the episode bonus content and to get in touch with us visit us at www.keepyoupostedpod.com